are back for another short shifts episode. Ten minutes are on the clock. Jeffrey Jehu, I just gonna say Navecchio, but Jeffrey Jehu Lovecchio has no idea what <coughs> the prompt is going to be. But Vex, should you be willing to accept this challenge? Your topic is going to be practice habits. Oh, what a what a topic. Thank you. We are going to talk about practice habits and we are going to talk about some of the most important practice habits that you can have if you want to be a great hockey player. Yes. 10 minutes on the clock. Ready? Yeah. Go. All right. First of all, uh, um, guys, I'm telling you, detailed practice was one of the main reasons that I made it to college hockey from junior hockey. One of the main reasons that I stuck around my second year of junior hockey, um, obviously a main reason that I made it to pro. And then when I went over to Europe, kept scoring more and more goals every year because I, I dialed in on my details more and more and more and more of my practice habits. And it just paid off so much. <clears throat> like all of the little details in the game, all of the little details and just like little mental things too. Like when coach says touch a line, you touch the line every single time, every time. Because if you cheat in practice, you will cheat in a game. A hundred percent. If you cheat in practice, you will cheat in a game. So my whole career, I've seen it as a coach. I've seen it as, you know, a helper outer guy in practices, like literally, literally, literally with my teammates who, who didn't amount to what they could have in their careers. It's because if you cheat in one area, you're going to cheat in other areas. Tof and I say it all the time. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I have seen yeah, that buddy. over and over and over. So like little details such as like start on the goal line. If the drill is like starting on the goal line, like it makes a big difference mentally over time that you don't even realize. Again, you just are never cheating. And that becomes part of your identity that you won't cheat. And that's just built into your game from little details like changing hard stick pressure because you know even though it's uncomfortable when you're younger you know that coach is like saying telling you all these reasons why it's going to make you so much better stopping around the net when you're playing in the offensive and the defensive zone right instead of just swirling or taking a big circle like these little teeny tiny details stopping on a back check stopping transitioning back checking straight away versus a big loop these sound like little things. They're not, but they're built through like focusing on the little details in practice, such as start on the goal line, start on the hash marks, touch the blue line, touch the red line, like actually touching every time. And if you happen to miss, you stop and you go back, even if it means you lose the race or whatever. So starting with those little teeny tiny ones that seem insignificant, coaches, parents, players, they're not insignificant. They're actually massive and will form the foundation of how you play the game and you live your life seriously. Um, but then going into like actual tactical things, stick pressure, stick pressure, playing with your head up all the time, all the time, literally didn't start doing this until my, my second year pro and it changed the game for me. It made me so much better. That's just, actually insane. That's actually insane. Yeah. That, that is not something that was taught to you until your second year pro. Yeah, yeah, man. Nobody ever like insane. Shafe like, should have known that, but like it wasn't being talked yeah. about like regularly back then, you know. So Shafe literally recruited a kid to Cornell who ended up being a phenomenal player for us because he played with his head up all the time. 
Wow. He's like, I want that kid. And Benny and yeah. I were kind of like, well, and he was like, nah, we're getting like, trust me. Like we want that yeah. kid. And he ended yeah. up being an NHL draft pick. He ended up being a, a great player for our team. Like, wow. Yeah. Played pro. He's still playing pro. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I literally on every drill, I would be looking around the ice as I'm like skating, like forcing it so uncomfortably. But I, <laughs> I, I seriously, it was so weird. And I was like, guys are probably ripping on me. And I was like, I don't care. But over time it became habit and it became comfortable. And, you know, two years down the road, like I hadn't done it for 20 years of playing. And then two years down the road, it was just like habit more often than not for me. So like that little detail and focusing on that detail and intentionally practicing that detail over and over and over massive shooting in stride, changing the angle of the puck before you shoot, not just coming in and shooting, shooting to score every single time you shoot the puck when you're not shooting for a rebound, you know, like finishing your check, uh, uh, back checking hard, even when you're tired, especially when you're tired, changing hard uh, just every little detail matters and and it's way bigger than you think <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> sorry <laughs> just the way you said that was so you oh, oh god i wasn't even talking about that <laughs> you, you know you were oh that's great that's phenomenal oh my goodness phenomenal yeah, all right totally back fun. to hot yeah back to all right here we go first of all gold uh i want to say what's up fam so one of the things that is a perk in our hockey community that we have created is the ability to watch us do the short shifts live. So want to give a little shout out to Dirk, Aaron, Sarah, Ali, Brianne, and Todd. Sup guys. Thank you for hopping on with us here today. Uh, really, really appreciate that. And I'm sure there's going to be more potentially in the next little bit that we're doing it. But uh, those are the names that I see right now. So what up? practice habits, communicate, talk, Number one, yes, the number one thing. If you don't do that in practice, you will never do it in a game. I've yep. never met any player who does it in practice that doesn't do it in a game. Yep. And it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Like if you want to be an elite player, and I hate that word elite, but if you want to be a top player, like talk, it's that like, it's honestly that simple and it's got to be something you do every day. It's not something you turn on and off. Just makes the game so much easier for you. It makes the game so much easier for your teammates and you got to do it. Have to do it. If your coaches demand it, if your players got to do it. Uh, I have also playing with your head up. I think that is one B to the one A of communicating, not only for the reasons that you talked about, but injury prevention. Why do people get injured? Why do people get concussions? Because they play with their head down. <laughs> like if you look at all the hits to the head, like a lot of times, like it's because you're not aware of your surroundings. And so for the parents out there, like if you want to keep your kids safe in this game, it is a contact sport. And that's why we love it. Sometimes bad things happen. Sometimes cheap hits happen on purpose, on accident, whatever. Teach your kid, play with their head up. Coaches, teach your kid to play with their head up. It is going to minimize their injuries to that area of your body. Uh, the third one that I have, and you kind of alluded to it from a shooting standpoint, but I'm going to allude to it from a passing standpoint. Pass with a purpose. Pass with a purpose. Fire the puck, clean, crisp, flat passes, to your teammates. 
So people like to talk about like the first two or three drills as like flow drills, you know, like flow drills or warm up drills. No, those are skill drills because a lot of times there's a skating element involved and there's a passing element involved. And if you want to be an elite hockey player, you better be able to pass the puck. You have to be able to pass the puck. It's the most underrated skill of all of the skills in hockey. And the one that I will... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's the one that I will go to my grave talking about. I think Steph almost just killed Vex with that horn. Um, but anyway, so like, literally, like passing the puck with a purpose, like firing it to your teammate. If your teammate is not ready for it, if the if it's like going off their stick, if it's you know explode, like I don't care. Pass the puck hard. Pass the puck with a purpose. And I think that goes hand in hand with communicating. I think that goes hand in hand with keeping your head up. It's all about hockey sense. Uh, and then the last, that's so funny that you mentioned it. We got about a minute left here. The last one that I have, there is nothing that pisses me off more than if you're told to go to the red line and you stop five inches before the red line and you cheat that little five inches. Because if you cheat that little five inches, like you said, how you do anything and how you do everything, I think you're a cheater and I think you're going to cheat the game. Like if it's not worth it to you to go through the line and do what's being asked of you, you know, and that's something that I learned throughout my journey. It's something that was huge at Cornell. Like our strength coach at Cornell, if you didn't run hard through the line, you and everybody else on the team was doing that entire rep again. It's just the standard. It's the standard. standard. You don't cheat even, even inches because at the end of the day, Hockey is a game of inches. And if you cheat that little inch, it might come back to bite you. <laughs> so anyway, we got five seconds left here. Uh, practice habits. This was an awesome one. Great job, Vex. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show.